Hello and happy Sunday. I hope everybody has had a very amazing weekend. I hope everybody is currently resting and preparing for another productive, amazing week. I am here to, once again, bring you some positive advice on some not-so-positive things that we do to ourselves. Today, I want to talk about giving your positive energy, your energy in general, to things and people that consume it in negative quantities. So I want to break that down for you guys. Have you ever been back and forth with somebody that you know doesn't work with, but they reach out to you maybe once every six to eight months, and doesn't matter how much time goes by, every time you guys talk, you end up arguing about the past. You argue about this, that, and the other thing. This person might be in a relationship and they're hitting you up just to poke you, right, and prod at you. This person may have broken your heart in the past and they just kind of just keep lingering back. You know, it's kind of like a form of recycling, but more emotional. It's recycling emotionally, right? Um, you know these people aren't good for you. But every time they text you, you respond. You end up getting into a huge fight with them. And it becomes this big thing. Then before you know it, you've spent six to eight hours or your whole day arguing with this person about everything they did to you, how they wronged you, how they hurt your feelings, all that stuff. And then now you're crying, right? Now you feel like your whole day is ruined because this person ruined it. And I, I don't want you guys to feel attacked when I say this, but that's all on you. You can't allow people into your life and then be upset because you allowed them into your life. So I'm going to say that again. Don't be upset when you invite somebody into your life and, you know, invite somebody that you know isn't good for you into your life and then they fuck it up <laughs> and then now you're upset. You know, you let the, the, the coyote into the hen house. Now you're upset because all your hens are dead. Your hens would represent your emotional state, right? The coyote would be the person that you don't want killing your emotions. We go through life in a series of energetic exchanges. And I, like I said, I know there's a lot of male listeners here. I have female listeners, but majority, again, are male. And this can come in the form of female-to-male interactions, male-to-male interactions. You know, it, it's not just limited to relationships. It's based on our overall emotional health. When you are interacting with somebody and 
you can sense that this person doesn't line up with your values, your morals in a negative way. And or not- having such stark differences in character, our moral character. It, it, I, I'll use this as an example. I don't think I could ever be in a relationship with somebody that I know has cheated on every significant other that they've ever been with, right? Every single relationship they were in, they got into because they were cheating on a spouse or not a spouse, well, sometimes a spouse, a significant other before that person that they were with. That's, and they morally, they think that that's okay, right? That person thinks that that's okay, right? That's a stark difference, from what I believe to be right, which is fidelity, right? I believe that if you're in a relationship with somebody, you should honor that person and respect that person. And if you don't feel like you want to be in a relationship with that person, you should break up with them as opposed to cheat on them because that creates, you know, deep mistrust and damage emotionally in people. And I would never want to do that to another person, but there are people out there that don't really mind. Right? I could never be in a relationship with that type of a person. So if you have somebody that's like that in your life, goes back and forth, kind of like a ping pong ball, right? Back and forth. Every six to eight months, you know, they're hitting your line. You're arguing with them. They suck up all of that energy that you have. And then you're left upset. You feel like you wasted your whole day. You might have had a great day but you spent the majority of your day arguing with this person that was just there to take your energy. What we need to understand is that there are people out there that in a combination create a dangerous poison with each other. Just because they're like that with you doesn't necessarily mean they're that toxic with another person. Sometimes it's just the mixture of the personalities that makes it very combustible. All right? And sometimes they're like that with other people. Maybe they're, maybe they're less reactive with other people. Maybe there's people that neutralize their personalities. You know, it, it's, I really think of our, you know, relationships with people and our compatibility. Compatibility. Yeah as kind of a science feels like a little science project you know some people some duos together are very toxic and very combustible very volatile you know and sometimes those same personalities that were volatile with you are neutralized by other types of personalities you know it could be completely different than your personality right but what's important to realize, you can't think about other people in these situations because I've, you know, I've had a lot of friends, you know, that come to me and they're upset, you know, they're with, they've been back and forth with a guy, back and forth, back and forth, ping pong ball, years and years and years with the same person, right? They've tried, tried and tried again with the same person and it never works, Right? And then the next thing they know, my friend's coming to me. Oh, my God. John Doe over there. He's with this girl now. He's in a relationship. He looks so happy. You know, why is it that they 
deserve happiness with the other person after what they did to me. And I've seen that a lot. Why does that person deserve happiness over me? Why do they get to find a relationship and I failed in this aspect? Why? You know, you have this this internal um, victim mentality of why me? Why did, why did he or she treat me like this, but he or she is treating their, this new significant other, this new boy or girl, that is seemingly average in comparison to me, and he's treating her like she's fucking Madonna. And I've heard that a million times. And I'm here to tell you, let that shit go. All right, it's all about your personality compatibility with the person. And it's going to be different with every person. Just like their compatibility is going to be different with every person. The important thing to remember here, and I'm going to get back on track with this, is if you're back and forth with somebody, you know, the same toxic combustible mixture just keeps coming back. All right, it could be for a number of reasons. Maybe They aren't happy in their current relationship. They're seeking validation. It's almost like a drug at this point. They need that kind of fix of a fight from you. You know, it becomes an addiction to drama. And that I, some of you might laugh when I say that, but an addiction to drama is a real fucking thing where it's like, you're kind of, you're bored. You know, you want the thrill of always fighting in relationships. (laughs) It's a real fucking thing. I'm here to tell you it is real. It is as real as trees out in the wilderness, all right? It's real. The addiction to drama is real. It could be that they have an addiction to drama. It could be that, you know, maybe they really do like you. They just can't sort out their own emotions because they have their own battles that they are not ready to face, and you can't help them prepare that. They have to find that path on their own, right? And if you keep giving in, you keep giving them that fix, right? So let's just say John or Jane Doe texts you, right? And they're just like, hey. Or maybe they just send you an emoji, right? A little angel or heart eye emoji or whatever. Nothing with context, nothing with substance, just a hey, right? It's a way to reactivate that relationship. You're reactivating it. You're making it sudsy again. You know, water with soap. You're making it sudsy again. Hey, you know, and immediately, you know, your heart starts racing. Maybe your hands start shaking. You feel nervous. And it's kind of like a rush. Like you're just like, oh, shit. Oh, they texted me again. (gasps) What do they want? It's because, you know, they're really in love with me. Oh, the mystery. You turn into a fucking Sherlock Holmes. You're just like, oh, fuck. Okay, you know what? I sense a mystery is afoot, right? And, of course, wanting that thrill, wanting that addiction to drama, wanting the attention, maybe you're bored, right? And you have history with this person. Maybe you had great sex with them. Maybe you have great memories with them. Whatever is fueling, you know, this desire to want to reactivate these suds. Hi. You respond. What are you doing? It's very bland, non-substantial conversation. Right? They haven't talked to you in six to eight months. 
we already know how much can happen in one week, let alone six to eight months. Nothing of substance, just something to get it going, you know. I've had toxic people, you know, reach out to me to tell me about, you know, a relationship that they're in. Ask me for advice on the relationship as if we didn't have an active relationship not even a year prior. And it, you know, it hurts, right? You start thinking about all this shit like, okay, well, fuck, why wasn't I good enough for you? You're not even that great. Look at you. You can't even have a regular conversation. You're not even that great. Why am I not good enough for you? And maybe you get to that point in the conversation. Most of the time you do because at that point you really don't feel like you have anything to lose, right? You've already been in 8 million fights with this person. So it's already comfortable. It's already a comfortable approach. Get into a fight with them. You say all this stuff. And they get their fix, right? Because they got your attention, which is the whole thing. They wanted your attention. They got your attention. And then, poof, that's it. They leave, they go, that's it. Maybe, maybe you get to a point where they try to hook up with you. But the fact of the matter is is that they wanted their fix. They got it. They wanted the emotional stress, the drama, that, the thrill of that toxic bond that you guys had, that very combustible you know, combination that you two had. And a lot of you might ask, like, okay, how the fuck do I combat that? How the fuck do I stop it? Because you know what? I'm looking at this situation. And this is where, you know, I said in my last episode, this is where you have the chance to look at yourself, right? You look at yourself in the mirror and you ask yourself, why the fuck am I doing this? What is it that I'm lacking? And you can, kind of, you can use any visualization you need to understand this or to, to make it make sense to you. But I kind of look at it like I'm looking at the health of my skin and my nails, right? If I'm breaking out everywhere. I'm like, okay, what nutrients am I lacking in that my gut flora isn't, isn't good or I'm breaking out or, you know, my hair doesn't seem as soft? Like what nutrients? Am I not drinking enough water? Am I not taking my multivitamin uh, uh, often enough? Like why the fuck am I? I'm not okay right now. You know, you kind of do a head-to-toe assessment. And I urge everybody to make that head-to-toe assessment. You look at yourself from head-to-toe emotionally, right? You look at yourself from head-to-toe. What am I lacking in my life that I am indulging these toxic, non-productive conversations? Sometimes these people will say, well, I just want to be your friend. The fuck you do? sir or ma'am the fuck you do I'll I'll say it before I've said it before and I and I will say it again if you were in a toxic sexual relationship with somebody there is no way I mean I'm sure that it exists out there maybe I you know I'm really not sure because there's a special circumstance for every situation um there's exceptions but not rules If you've had a toxic sexual relationship with somebody, you cannot just erase those feelings inside you and be fucking best friends with the person. One person is going to cross that line with you at some point for whatever reason, right? And it's your job to simply erase it from your life. 
They text you, you don't respond. They don't get their fix. They text you, you don't respond. They don't get their fix. They start to go through their little withdrawals, right? Maybe they get a little bit more persistent with their, with their texting. Maybe they call. And if it becomes too much for you to endure, you ignore it. Out of sight, out of mind. You block them. It's, it's a very, very simple equation that you have here in front of you of what you can do to combat these situations. And I, it's, it's a situation that I wish was practiced against me because I do have and I have had very toxic behavior with people that I had, you know, toxic relationships with. Like whenever I felt lonely or whenever I felt like some type of way, I would reach out to people that I did wrong emotionally because I knew that they would give me the attention that I was seeking. Sometimes it would be a fight. Sometimes it would be, you know, just I want I wanted somebody to flirt with. You know, it, it changes. But I've been in that situation. I've been on both sides of the spectrum is what I mean to say. I've been the recipient and I've been the sender of these of, of both sides. Some people have only been the recipients. Some people have only been the senders. I have been fortunate enough to be on both sides at one point in my life. And I can tell you that neither side is fun. Because a lot of the times we're holding on to the familiarity of the person, not the actual bond. And I, and I you know, I'll say this again. When you're just fucking somebody, right? You're just fucking somebody. And you could be in a relationship too. I'm not saying that you can't be in a toxic relationship and, you know, like an actual relationship where it's like official and everything. But in this case specifically, because these, these are the types of relationships that people entertain nowadays. If you are fucking somebody and only fucking somebody, maybe one to two times a week, maybe once a month, maybe a few times, a handful of times a month, you have no idea who that person is. You don't know anything about them. You don't. You can't convince me that you do. And if you, if you do think that you know, it's most likely because you made up your own conclusions on your own and not necessarily learning it from them firsthand. Like, you know, if I told somebody that my favorite color was pink as opposed to them creeping on my social media to see how many times I've worn pink and then just assuming that my favorite color is pink but never being able to ask me because I never leave the floor open for them to ask those personal questions of me. So what I mean to say, just wrapping this up, is when these people... And, I, and I'm talking to you senders as well. I'm going to call y'all senders and recipients. To all senders and recipients, you cannot continue on to this cycle. Not only does it drain you, right? You're draining the recipient of their emotional well-being, right? They're, they're letting you. That's number one. Number two, you're absorbing all of that negative energy that they're throwing at you. You might have gotten your fix of negative energy, negative drama, whatever, right? Um, But then you sit there and you wonder like, why do I have a headache? Why do I feel stressed? Why do I feel upset? I don't don't know. Maybe it's because you just inhaled a bunch of negative shit um, that you brought upon yourself. (laughs) So 
you have to look at these things in front of you. Look at these things in front of you. Do a head-to-toe analysis. Just kind of scan yourself. And think. What am I lacking in my life that I continue to entertain these types of interactions? Allowing my precious time and positive energy to be digested and taken away. What am I lacking that I'm allowing this? What do I want out of life? And it all goes back to what you want, figuring out what it is you want from, from the world, from your partner, from a partner, from a friendship, from a career, all those things. Sometimes we spend our whole life chase, chasing um, what we want or what we think we want. And sometimes what we want, a lot of the times, what we think we want one day, it's going to be different than the other. And there's no shame in that. What's great about voicing what you want is that you can always change. You can always change what you want. You can always change it. It's not like it's set in stone. You're not stuck in this position where you have to stick with what you wanted initially what you wanted in June you may not want in May or sorry what you wanted in May you may not want in June (laughs) so the next time because we're getting into summer guys and we all know that summer loving is a thing summertime and you know what that means we're gonna head down to the beach and we're gonna do some beachy things all right Keep in mind, we're getting close to summer. We are practically, I mean, considering the weather here in California, we're getting to to summertime. Summertime's coming around. Be conscious of the situations that you are opening up. Be aware of the content that you're digesting. Be mindful of of the interactions that you're having or that you're choosing to have with people and figure out if it serves you positively in this life. I have said it before and I will say it again. Time is a non-refundable currency. Non-refundable Meaning you can't get it back. You can't return it. You can't exchange it for more time. Can't exchange your experience for more time. Can't do that. Time is a non-refundable currency as far as we know it in this current universe. It's non-refundable. And we have to choose what we're spending that time on. Those million minutes those million seconds, those quadrillion hours, what are we spending that currency, that very valuable currency on? Are we spending it on positive experiences? Are we spending it on enlightening experiences that help us grow? Are we spending it on pursuits that improve our health, 
in our clarity, in our, in our, uh, our quality of relationships with ourselves and others. And I'm not saying that every moment in your life needs to be a kumbaya moment. But when you intentionally digest over and over and over again cups of bleach, don't be surprised if you've got to be rushed to the emergency room. There's only so many times you can stick your hand in the fire and be surprised. Maybe, maybe the second time you can stick your hand in the fire and maybe play like you're surprised again. The third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, etc. Not so much. We have these negative experiences for one reason, I believe. And it's to learn from them. And with that knowledge, you grow to elevate your experiences. I will say that again. With every bad experience, there is an intention for a learning experience. You take that learning experience and it translates to growth to enhance and elevate your future experiences. That's all there is to it. You can cry. You can be sad when bad things happen or unfortunate things happen. But know that in every situation that presents in front of you that's new to you, that's new to you, not not repeated, that's new, is a lesson that you need to learn. And if you keep repeating a bad lesson, it's because you haven't sat down to learn that lesson. It's like repeating the grade. You haven't learned yet, so you're going to keep having to repeat it until you learn it to enhance your, your learning capability and your growth. That is how you elevate yourself. That is how you continue to grow. I'm going to leave you guys today with lots of love, lots of warmth. Here in California, all my California buddies, you guys, we have some great weather coming on. Remember to be patient with yourself. Be kind to yourself. Realize that you're never alone. And your experiences only serve to help you grow as an individual in this life. So cherish every experience that you have, good and bad. Make peace with them. Learn from them. I love you guys. Have a great week. This life looks like a sentence, so a constant game of falling short. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. When I feel like this, when I'm just so sick of feeling less than perfect, is it?